Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, navigating the ins and outs of life. After what we'll call the great breakdown of 2019, I have been journeying through self-discovery and sobriety, trauma, divorce, relationships, all of the above. And now I talk about it and put it on the internet, basically just telling you guys how I'm trying to do my fucking best. So today I want to talk about divine timing, but we, before we get into that, so I'm sitting in the tiny home this last week has been pretty much like the first solid week that I like the, everything is done. They came and finished the water heater. So a girl actually has hot water <laughs> and I've stayed a few nights out here, um, over the course of the last week. And, oh, it just feels, I just feel so good. Um, I'm the type of person that I, my mom and I both call each other introverted extroverts. I really love to be around people. I love connection. I love my friends and, you know, the family that I have just created here in San Diego, but I don't recharge by being around people. I know there are individuals that like, that's how they get their energy and they recharge by like, you know, by just being surrounded by people and constantly being with someone. I have to recharge by being completely alone and like being able to step away and have that time for myself. And sometimes that looks different. I'll go through periods of time when I need a lot of alone time. Um, You know, when I'm just, when I'm super anxious, I need to be by myself more often. Sometimes I only need like an hour to, you know, a day to just kind of decompress and things like that. So this, I can just already feel kind of this weight, you know, being lifted from being able to have that space because I know that about myself. And luckily my PLP, my platonic life partner is the most amazing woman on the entire planet. And we've just known each other for so long that the dynamic is really great in that she knows that that's what I need. And that's what, that's really important to surround yourself with people, especially if you're going to be with someone like I am 24 seven to have those people be someone, be people that, that understand your needs and communicate that. And so it's just, Oh, it's just been, it's been so amazing. Um, so I, it's Monday, I'm going to record and post this episode today. I took today off. Um, I took a mental health day, which I never do, but I have just been wearing really thin work wise. Um, and I'm just, I'm tired. I really, I could tell that this weekend I needed just one more day to be able to kind of be sit in like my creative self yesterday, I just wasn't in a very creative mindset. I was really tired and just kind of, we had a little party Saturday night and 
So I was just really tired yesterday. So today I am, you know, I'm relaxing. I am obviously recording this episode. I'm going to post it later today. I am going to sit and write today. And I downloaded a new book that's been really good. So I'm going to sit and read that and just give myself the next, you know, what, six hours before, you know, we have to get the kids to just be in my creative space. I need that. So uh, if you can't, if you can take a mental health day, do it. Okay. So today about today's topic, I've been thinking a lot about divine timing. I just wrote a blog about it, which you can find on my website, but honestly, a bitch needs to dive a little deeper. Basically, I have been learning that when any sort of really intense feelings come up that are aligned with rejection or insecurities or loneliness, things like that, I have started, I have started to repeat what is for me will stay. What is meant to be will happen. What is for me will stay. And what is meant to be will happen. And I repeat this a few times and it helps clear all that negative static that gets stuck up in my head. The other day, I was at a coffee shop in Hillcrest, which is a neighborhood in San Diego, if if you aren't familiar. I was just waiting, having a little solo afternoon to write and do some work. A friend of mine was going to meet me there for some coffee. And I remember sitting at, you know, I'm sitting down and typing in my computer and I looked down at the desk. And if you've ever been to a Lestat's, which is, um, there's a couple of different ones here in Southern California, or really guess any like eclectic little coffee shop, a lot of them will have painted tables, like murals that are painted on the tables, specifically this one coffee shop, these chains. I think almost all of their tables are painted with some sort of a design or a little mural or something like that. And I looked down at this coffee table and I couldn't help but smile because just under eight years ago in July of this year, I'll have lived in San Diego for eight years. So just right under eight years ago, I was sitting at a Lestat's coffee shop. I had just moved to San Diego. I was 21 years old, so naive, lost, and feeling like, I mean, as small as possible, all alone in a big city. And so I remember I had gone, I was living by myself. I knew no one. I was, I had this apartment, lived alone. And I had just kind of Googled, I've always been in love with coffee shops. So I've been Googling, you know, a little coffee shop near me and driven to this neighborhood. And I've gone to a small coffee shop in the area that now I now know well. I had ordered a coffee and sat down with a book at a painted table. And I remember that so clearly. It was it was hot. It was the middle of July super hot. I got like an iced black coffee or something. And I remember I sat down at this table with this book and this iced coffee. And I remember looking around and 
And I'm like, everyone has these lives here. Everyone around me, you know, they, there were groups of friends, some people with computers. And I just remember feeling like, holy shit. Like I, I am all alone in this humongous city. Now, fast forward to me sitting at this same coffee shop with my computer and my books and, you know, my writing stuff and a little oat milk latte. A few things have changed. (laughs) I've aged almost a decade. I quit drinking. I've cried. I've held my friends while they cried. I've laughed. I've loved. I've lived in seven different homes. Now, more than ever, I am stepping into the understanding of timing, of trusting the universe or whatever it is that you believe in and understanding the ride. As I wrote in my blog, I sat and watched the people around me when I was sitting at this, at this coffee shop. I was wondering where their lives have taken them. You know, has the last eight years been as wild for them as it has for me? Has the weight of the world fallen on their shoulders? You know, how many people in this room have had their heart broken? How many are currently in love who are here together because their paths crossed randomly years back and Now they have been intertwined, you know, they've intertwined their lives together in such a way that they could now not even imagine a day without each other. Like my friend that ended up meeting up with me at this coffee shop, I moved in next door to her after my first year living here and our lives are so intertwined and have been since that moment we met. She is one of my best friends. She's just one of the, oh, just God, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by such amazing people. And so I wonder as I look around, how many other people are sitting here with someone that they happen to move into next door to five, six, seven years ago? Now, I've been doing a lot of thinking about timing and your path and purpose. And a lot of it started after this last little relationship fling thing of mine ended. A bitch has been doing a lot of processing. (laughs) The timing of my life has always seemed so out of control. And I know that we, I grasp for control, especially if we grow up in environments that were chaotic for me it was constantly moving and a lot of unknowns growing up, so many unknowns. So that anxiety had led me to grasp for control in any area that I possibly can. The excessive planning, the list making, we've talked about that. <laughs> so yeah, we over control when things tend to not be going our way. But it's quite the opposite I'm learning. It's leaning into that sense of chaos, putting your hands up, breathing, and focusing on what you can do. I think the last couple of years I've been leaning into practices that 
have opened myself up more to, you know, my energetic space and, and energy around me, you know, the energy of the universe. And if I've lost you, just fucking stay with me. (laughs) I've been doing meditations and gratitude practices and all of the how to stay present in a wild world. I'm air quoting type of activities, but honestly, it wasn't until it wasn't until I read something and then until really quite honestly, this last little, like little mini heartbreak that I started to piece together that everything, all of this begins with me. And that seems so childish. I know. And simple to say when I read it, I was like, what the fuck? It just say to someone like the path you seek begins with yourself. If someone had said that to me a few years ago, I'm my God. I would have been like, oh, the fuck? (laughs) But here I am trying to sit and process what divine purpose the last six months has had for me. What has the universe been trying to tell me that was disconnected within myself? Because that's the thing all these obstacles and everything that comes into your life are attracted to what you put out. That's where, that's what I mean. And really what I got from what I read about, you know, it begins with you because what you put out, you get back a hundred percent. Think of, you know, really negative people or people that like, Oh, something's always happening to them. You know, it's just, it's always something. Well, that's the energy that you're putting out into the universe. We can't control everything. And I'm not saying that if you only put positive energy out, you're only going to get positive things because unfortunately that's just not how life works, but it helps to shift that energy space around you. So for me, (laughs) what I attract is what I put out. So emotional unavailability (laughs) is what I attract. What I'm putting out is emotional unavailability. Mix in a little fear of abandonment in there. I am attracting in a really heightened anxiety. Bam, loss of control. I'm bringing in exhaustion. Bam, shift of my energy and absolute shit energy being put out into the universe. So all these events, all the promotions I've gotten, the move, the breakups, they all had purpose. And the timing of these is not by coincidence or by accident. And I was sitting down a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, Oh my God. I had this like moment where I'm like, Oh my fucking God. Like the last six months has someone has been trying to fucking tell me like, Hey, chill. And look, you put this out, we're going to give it right back to you. Like you cannot control all of this. You need to slow the fuck down and appreciate the little shit. I had to receive the promotion at a really, really chaotic time to understand the importance of prioritizing, of boundaries, of gratitude, and to understand that I'm doing amazingly at my career. I am a leader and a boss, and I have nothing to prove to anyone because I put in the work and thus, and thus got the promotions. Kind of like that conversation that I had 
the episode that I did with my brother on young leadership, that this mindset of, um, you get this promotion or you get this new title and now you have to prove it. You get that because you put in the work, not because then you are expected to, you know, to prove it. You already did it. No one would promote you. I wouldn't have gotten these promotions that I've gotten if I hadn't shown and, and proven that I was capable of doing it already. I had to go through a few breakups, <laughs> a couple that knocked me on my feet to realize that my boundaries were softening a little bit and that in order to build relationships, I have to connect to myself on a deeper level. No one, no job or relationship or family can do that for you. I had to have all these things happen really all at once. I mean, they say the most stressful things are a change in career, which means like a title change, a promotion, job change, a move, (laughs) a breakup. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, do it all at once. (laughs) I had to have all these things happen at once for the universe to knock me on my face and tell me to let go. To quite simply let go. Let go and connect to the process of life. Connect to the process of healing and the journey that is every single day. Over-controlling will do nothing but cause more anxiety and more panic. I think if the universe could speak, she, put that in bold, she would say, hey, you're doing incredible. Look at all these blessings. Look at all the good surrounding you. I noticed though, that you need to love yourself a little more. You need to let go of perfection and of control and of these these perfectionistic ideas that you feel you need. You need to let go of that. So I'm going to just totally, completely swipe the rug from under you, land you on your ass to show you that Put your fucking hands up, do your best and call it a day. Everything has a time and a place. It's all put there for us for a reason. And then it's our job to sit back and dive a little deeper to get to the meaning, to really get to that root. It's funny because when I really start to think about divine timing and how the last fucking 10 years have affected my life and changed who I am and the way that I think about things, all these little things that have happened that have led me to right here, sitting in this little tiny home, having the most incredible family and friends and support system than I could have ever imagined. It really does. When you really sit back and you do your little affirmation, 
You tell yourself that what is for me will stay. What is meant to be will happen. And if it's not meant for me, if it's not meant to happen, then it won't. Yes, you got to put in the work. Yes, laziness will not get you. You can't just sit back on the couch every day and be like, what's meant for me will happen (laughs) and expect this grand life. Never work for it. Yes, you got to put in the work. You have to put yourself out there. You have to take those very first steps over and over and over and over again. But what is for you will stay. What's meant to come into your life will come into your life. If it's not meant to be there for a prolonged period of time, if it's just meant for a chapter, it'll go when the chapter's over. Having that mindset and thinking about life in that way has really, I mean, it almost instantly lessens my anxiety, which is something a bitch struggles with. I'm like a ball of anxiety. It really instantly lessens my anxiety because it just, it helps me lose a little bit of that control. It helps me not feel like I have to control every certain aspect. It reminds me that there are things that are just out of my control and that's fine. And that if I trust in the process and just take those little steps every single day, take my little steps, do what feels good in my body and in my mind and my soul, what is meant to happen is going to happen. Oh, your girl. So good. Just chef's kiss. (laughs) Divine timing. The universe. She's a fucking rad. Okay. I wrote something in the blog that I want to close out this episode with. When we learn to flow with the universe with the path that is set out for us, with the energy and the vibrations that we are currently writing, we learn to love. We learn to flow in such a beautiful way that those around us watch in wonder. So I think that is divine timing. It is flow. It is a creek that moves down, being swayed around a boulder and through twists. It is movement and energy. And when we tap into our current selves and learn to love, we tap into the timing. And that, my love, is limitless. All right, you guys, that is it for me. Thank you so much for listening. If you want any additional content, want to listen to any other episodes, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, my, my website. I got all Zen with that. (laughs) I love that last little bit. (laughs) You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com for my blogs and information and episode links. The, uh, next episode I have something very special for you guys planned. Can't wait for you to hear. Be kind. Stay remarkable. And please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.